Welcome to The Table, where three women of three generations are navigating together how to pursue God as Father, Jesus as Lord, and Spirit as Shepherd through every stage of life. It doesn't always look pretty, and it's never perfect, but we're always aiming to sharpen each other as iron on iron. So sister, pull up a chair, settle in, and get ready to grow with us in today's episode of The Iron Women. Hey sisters, welcome back to The Iron Women Podcast. We are so glad that you have chosen to listen in today. We are really pumped for what is to come in this episode. Um, And before we do that though, we are going to do our connection card question. And our connection card question is actually sent in by a listener. Um, Jocelyn, if you're listening, this came from you. We liked it. So we added it in. (laughs) She wanted to know what is a special family recipe that we make maybe at certain times of the year for certain occasions that's unique to our family. That's just a a favorite. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say, Erica? There's a couple I feel like that you've, it's either going to be the banana pudding, the loaf, banana bread loaf. Those are the two that I remember being. I can't believe you can't remember. Wow, okay. <laughs> Should never throw it. Wait, wait, give me a you hint. Just, you just got cut out of the will. <laughs> yeah. Give me a hint. <laughs> it came from my grandmother. Did the banana bread not come? No, I don't do banana bread. You do some sort of bread loaf something. I've, I've had it before. Uh, uh, that's she's what close. I was thinking of. Though. Baked, baked oatmeal. oatmeal. Baked oatmeal. Baked oatmeal. Uh, Yes. I've had it before. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll do little loaves of it and send it to my neighbors and Mm -hmm. stuff. And yeah, it's baked oatmeal from my grandmother. Mm -hmm. I know. It's good. Okay. I'm going to be like Erica. I have two. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So one has been a new tradition that like Mark and I have started with our family and it is passed down through his generation, but I had never had it before. So it's breakfast casserole and we do it every Christmas morning. Mm. Have you guys ever had breakfast casserole? I've, I've had, had variations of them. Yeah. It's so, so what's y'all? It's so good. Okay. It's um, maple sausage, like the yeah. breakfast sausage. Yeah. And I brown that and I crumble it up and I put it on the bottom of the pan. And then I whisk together like a dozen eggs yeah. with cheese and sour cream, salt and pepper, garlic, powder onion powder and then I pour that all in there and then it's frozen tater tots and you stick that like into the eggs and you bake it for like an hour you can make it like the day before and then throw it in the oven while you're opening presents and stuff yeah and then we eat it after and it's delicious it's to die for it's so good so you do it without the tater tots yeah, you could do it with like... I need that recipe because I have some ladies coming over for brunch this week and yeah. I need a keto recipe. So up until tater tots, it was keto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you totally could. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So what was your other one? Okay, and so my other one, and just because I've like literally never had a Thanksgiving without it, um, it's broccoli casserole. And oh. my mom makes it and it's so stinking good. It's the fake Velveeta cheese. <laughs> On frozen broccoli with a crap ton of butter mm-hmm. and like crumbled Ritz crackers. Yes. Oh it's yeah, the, the Ritz, Ritz crackers. crackers for me. Yeah, it's so I don't good. do Velveeta though. I use like just shredded mozzarella, um, not mozzarella, really? shred- cheddar cheese. Yeah. Uh, listen, I was yeah. raised on Velveeta cheese. <laughs> yeah. <so>. Velveeta <laughs> is a very northern thing. Is it? Yes, it is. Oh, yes. okay. Good to know. Yes. Noted. Yeah. Well, I love Velveeta. <laughs> me too. I do loved the baked oatmeal that came from um, my great grandmother apparently um but the <laughs> the other thing that i think of that's even big a big it's been a big hit with my work has like potlucks throughout the year to raise money for things um and i always get my mom to make my stuff to bring to the potlucks and i'm 27 years old um <laughs> and i take <laughs> i take the credit for it most of the time um but my work people literally ask me when's the next time we're gonna get your mom's chicken noodle soup oh, yeah. <laughs> oh really they because it's not your average chicken noodle soup yeah. it is not um hearty like i would say like a chicken noodle soup is it's yeah. more creamy instead mm. of being like savory it's more creamy chicken noodle uh-huh. soup 
I mean, you're the one who makes it. So describe that. Yeah. And I actually, a, a woman at a church gave me this recipe and she's like, you're never to share my recipe. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, well, it's actually put it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got lots of butter, mm-hmm. lots of cream. Mm. And I do have a secret ingredient that I right. added to hers and I don't tell that yet. Right. It goes with me to my death. Right. Well, you gotta- Erica knows it. I oh, know okay, it. good. Yeah, okay. but we're not sharing that. But it, you, she also uses a, a different noodle than most people use. Yes, it's like the the, the Dutch um, broad like clear, egg noodles. Yeah. Yes, egg noodles. Yeah, egg noodles. Yes, egg noodles. Yes. Yeah, broad. So they're pretty ones. thick. Yeah, in like stout little noodles, which yeah. I like better than like a an average chicken noodle soup. Yeah, than like a regular. Um, yeah. And yeah. there's no vegetables in it. Yeah, where a lot of like your basic chicken noodle mm. soup throws in celery or little carrots or whatever. Yeah, There's no vegetables. Cream this, based. Yeah, yes. this sounds like my chicken noodle soup. It's very man. comforting. I would like yeah. to try this. Yeah. One day you will have to. Very, very, very and delicious. It's really good <laughs> as leftovers. Like Ooh. heating it up as leftovers. Yeah, as long good. as you you're okay with those noodles really absorbing the buttercream. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. It's I think I'm starting soup. to feel. Sick, and I, I need someone to bring me things I think I'm coming down with something as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that would be mine. And yeah, I think that would be mine. I mean, I love the baked oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, my mom makes a good lasagna. Ooh. I like her lasagna. Yeah. That comes from the women of Philadelphia, the Italian women of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. I would assume they would be good at that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, those would be mine. Yeah. So today's episode, as you can see by the title, this is part two of a little mini series we're doing that we started last week on the episode of the spiritual growth plan, which we have been waiting and waiting to talk to you guys about. Last week's episode was all about the heart behind it, the creation process, how it came into existence. Um, And it's like core values and goals and what sets it apart. And we really tried to like give you a sales pitch on what makes this different and why we're so excited about it and want you guys to know about it and why we're dedicating, you know, two, almost three episodes to, to just this, because it's that important to us for you. We want y'all to know. Mm -hmm. So in this episode, we're going to give you the actual practical tips of like pen to paper, what it actually looks like. We've Mm -hmm. been hyping it up. We're actually going to give you the nitty gritty now. Um, so before we get into the details of that, we wanted to share, um, something really, really cool. Um, as you've heard in the last um, episode or two, we've referred to Donald Whitney, Donald S. Whitney. Um, and he's an author. Uh, he's a lot of things. Seminary professor. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lot of things. Speaker, yeah. Um, and Mama has been reading and following him for years. Um, he wrote the Spiritual Disciplines book that we plugged previously. We've actually plugged that many times. Many times, yeah. Um, that so much of what we've talked about on this podcast is out of those concepts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually uh, got connected with Mama. Yeah. Well, I had to ask him for copyrights. Well, I'm talking yeah. about way back in the day. You originally heard... Oh, maybe that That, was the That was, was, you know, when they were like, hey, we want to put this thing into a resource. I'm like, well, I got to get some copyright um, permissions for this. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, he was right. And they had a great moment. And she was super psyched about that conversation with him. A part of like him coming into this equation was a lot of confirmation, too, Mm. for you that like you were heading in the right direction. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of doubts um, when you step out and do things. And when someone you've kind of respected and looked up to gives you some validation. Yeah. Just through some encouragement. Yeah. Like it, it, it was big to me. Yeah. yeah. It is big. It is big. It's so big yeah, like yeah. this is a big deal. And he actually has personally endorsed the spiritual growth plan. Thank mm. you, sir. Which yes, yes is a mm. big deal. Yeah. And he's endorsed this as it's, he's, it's, he's never seen a resource like it. He's very excited about it that someone is doing something like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is highly, highly encouraging of this whole thing and for people mm-hmm. to get their hands on it, for women to start getting their hands on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was quote. He was so excited yeah. about yeah. it that he personally wrote a foreword for yeah. the new second edition yeah. planner. Yeah. Which so kind. says, um, he writes, This is also encouraging Deanna. May the Lord bring much lasting fruit from your labors. Here is the brief word. You are holding a resource 
that has been carefully and painstakingly prepared to assist women in utilizing my spiritual disciplines for the Christian life to develop their own personal spiritual growth plan. This practical tool contains a proven method to help women obey the command of 1 Timothy 4, 7 that says, train yourself for godliness. May the Lord use it to bring much lasting fruit in your life for his glory. Signed, Mm -hmm. Donald S. Whitney, professor of biblical spirituality, associate dean at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, author of Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life and Praying the Bible and Family Worship. So that is the Mm. really exciting little... um, like yeah, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. little token of yeah. like confirmation. Yeah, that like this is on the right track. Yeah, mm-hmm. this means yeah. something. There's, there's something to this whole thing. So before yeah. we jump into those details of the actual plan, Mama wanted to bring up one thing. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to be very careful. Um, I loved you know the the word method. Um, you know, like, like we said before, methods aren't necessarily inspired, right? Um, but man, nothing beats a good method, mm-hmm. you know, we, dieting we, and exercise. Yeah. Works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, even just, you know, the methods we use for studying the scriptures and, and just different aspects. And so I, I consider this, you know, a process, a plan, a method that I've said before is based on biblical principles. Yeah. And so we we use the term our Christian walk. Mm-hmm. And um and you know it's like okay so what does that look like? You know, and so as I thought about the walk, um I was recently reading um a little booklet by Watchman Nee called Sit Stand Sit wait, Walk stand. Sit Walk Stand. Yeah. And um or it, Sit Stand Walk Sit, walk, stand. Yeah, it's sit, walk, stand. Is it? Okay. Yes, yeah, because I'm not to stand yet. And um, in the walk session, he really helped me um, just once again, just have some validation for this method um, based on Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, where it says, you know, to consider, to walk wisely, redeeming the time because the days are here. So, so when I, when I think about, okay, well, how do I walk? Mm-hmm. How, how are we supposed to walk? Well, it says as wise people. Mm. as wise people. Well, what is that? Well, walk as wise people, wise people redeem their time. Yeah. Okay. So how do I do that? So I want to think about whatever time the Lord is giving me. And I want to be wise about that. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that in every aspect of life is to give some forethought to it, consider, plan out these things. And so it also says in that passage to understand what the will of the Lord is. Mm. Now, listen, if, if God is telling us through Paul to understand what the will of the Lord is, you know what that means? I can understand what the will of the Lord is for my life. And Mm -hmm. so can you. Yeah. And so when we take these truths in Ephesians, which is in the second part of Ephesians, which is really breaking down the, how do I do this now? Okay. I'm supposed to walk out as a wise person and a wise person walks, redeeming the time, considering this time and how they're best going to use their time. And in that understanding what God's will is for my life. Mm -hmm. So what I say to you is we, we are providing you a method, a plan with some guidance, Mm -hmm. you know, like some, some spiritual leadership here, as well as some accountability so that we're not doing another aspect of that verse that says, don't be foolish. Mm. Now, I'm not going to go as far as to say, if you don't use my plan, you're yeah, foolish. Right. <laughs> you may have another plan. Yeah, you may already be. There you go. Yes. And you may be able to look back and measuring and tracking your spiritual growth and mm-hmm. just like, yes. But if you're not, can I say, don't be foolish. Mm. You're to walk as a wise woman. Yeah. Redeeming the time. Yeah. And understanding what the will of the Lord is. And so yeah. that's. That is a premise for what we do. So um, I automatically say, if you hear some papers rustling, I've got 
you know, my first edition planner in front of me and we're going to try to stick to what that is. And Laura and I are going to go back and forth. And so, So we're about to go into the actual evaluation process of how you build your plan. And this is obviously very personal. It's unique to you. It's tailored Mm -hmm. to you. And you will figure that out by what we're about to uh, go through. Yeah. Um, It is five phases and Mama and Lauren are going back and forth between each of those five phases. So Mama's going to start off with phase number one. Yeah. So phase number one is what we call preparation. So this is before you get to January 1st, you know, (laughs) and, and so I want to say this, this is not resolutions, but we as humans have this thing about a start of a new year. Something gets in us, we get excited about it. And so let's just take advantage of Mm -hmm. the already very human process that happens. And so what we want you to do is we want you to start preparing in September and October. Mm -hmm. And preparation means this, first and foremost, getting with God and just simply saying, God, I want to grow spiritually. I want to head in the direction that you've already planned for me. Can you start showing me. Can you start revealing to me the direction you want me to go? And as you're praying that, and you can do that in so many different ways, it can be just a simple request to him, or it can be, you know, I'm going to spend, you know, some time each day mm-hmm. in this, Wh- whatever way, like you, you're just, you know, learning how to do the prayer concept or just talking with God, maybe even asking a person, listen, I am really praying the direction God wants me to go next year, what areas he wants me to grow in, um, what he needs me to learn right now, what areas is that he needs to chisel in my life, mm-hmm. um, what I need to focus on, ask someone to pray for you, but you you are prayerfully going at this with, I want what you want, God. Yes. And so with that, what you want to be doing is staying alert, as we mentioned before. So if you're starting to ask God questions, stay alert for answers. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how this happens, but it may come in the in the in the form of like just a concept that's constantly constantly beating at your door. Mm-hmm. Okay. It may come in the form of a word. It may come in the form of like a whole like area. Yeah. And what you do is you just start when something hits you, you know, when just something like mm, it, it just touches you. And this is the hard part to explain. Yeah. But myself and others yeah. have very much said God does answer this. Yep. And so um, so what I just start doing is I just start writing down. Now, in my planner that I have now, we place at the back of it like a brain dump or thoughts for the next year. So as I've already like start thinking like, okay, where next Lord? Yep. And things start coming. I put them in the back of my present planner. Mm -hmm. But what you'll want to do is if you don't have one is, you know, maybe you want to get a little cheap little journal or something, just start writing down those thoughts. And maybe you see an article or maybe you see a book or maybe, you know, it's it's this idea, this concept and just write those down or, or save the link or something. Just start gathering your information. Now, the thing is, I didn't really go aggressively toward this. Like, okay, I'm going to search all over online and do all this stuff. God was really gracious in the beginning to just kind of place those things in front of me. Yes. And, um, I don't know, like nowadays you can be like, if you start saying those words, the internet will start sending you things. So, you know, God through the internet, I don't know, but I really, I really pay attention to people that I trust Yes, that I know they're following the Lord's will for life. So I listen to my pastor. Mm -hmm. I listen to teachers, um, that I consider like, you know, leaders and mentors in my life, even though they're through podcast or, or whatever, or just in conversations with people. Yeah. And in my prayer life. So I really try to stay very open mm-hmm. to what I sense God is leading me to. I start gathering things and I start gathering tools. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've prayed, you're on alert, you're gathering tools. And another aspect of this, and we have this actually included in the planner is what we call like evaluations and questionnaires. Now, These are not questions that, you know, come directly from scripture, but they're concepts 
that are drawn from scripture. And this is where I really leaned heavily on Donald Whitney's resources. One of his 10 questions to diagnose your spiritual health, as well as um, he put out years ago, 31 questions um, to just see where you are spiritually and stuff. And so what I do is I go through these every year. I go through them every year. Some come right away, the answers, the thoughts, some I have to ponder on. But what these questions do is they really help me look at my life in some areas where I may have forgotten to be thinking about and um, or just ways I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And just so I start just answering those. And this is where you can't get too OCD and perfectionist, mm -hmm. like just write down your thoughts it doesn't have to be pretty. Mm -hmm. Don't have to be great handwriting. Just start writing down your random thoughts on these. Um, and this is where you'll really start seeing God bringing thoughts and bringing areas to the surface where they all start mixing together. And the spiritual disciplines are used in this process. The 10 evaluation questions are used in this process. And you also in this, we have inserted this in the second edition. It's not in the first edition, the idea of spiritual gifts, mm -hmm. because as I was teaching and coaching people in this, so much comes out of what your spiritual gift is. And mm -hmm. we actually put in the second edition resources and tools that you can go to and link to, to help you figure out what your spiritual gift is. Yeah. So through all of these evaluation questionnaires, spiritual gift, it kind of starts bringing to a surface mm -hmm. some of the areas you want to start focusing on. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if I am getting a sense of something and like, you know, in 2022, I was sensing this concept of resilience like I'm, I got, I really want to be resilient in my spiritual growth because hard days are coming mm -hmm. and I don't know, we, I may see persecution. I may see in the next 20 years where Deanna, are you really going to practice what you preach and continue to preach and teach it? Even if it means persecution. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, I need real resilience. Well, you know, in that time, you know, I see one of my podcast people I like to listen to, and they were coming out with a resilience study. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, order it. Yep. Um, another podcast person, she's like, yeah, I'm coming out with a new book this year, you know, how to build a resilient life. <laughs> and I'm just like, no way. Yeah. And so I'm just like, so automatically I'm like, I put that in my Amazon list because yeah. I, I couldn't afford it yet. Mm -hmm. And I never did buy it, but it came free on my audible. Yeah. And so I've listened to it. Mm -hmm. Um, what passages of scripture? Yeah. And so I really just start like, oh, I hear a verse mentioned. I'm like, that is that goes with my thought where yeah. I feel like God is leading me. So I start praying, being on alert, and start gathering my tools. Yeah. 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 Preparing for this. Okay. So our our second area, our second phase of the planner is development. And this is where now we're actually okay. So the Lord's been leading you in certain ways. He's been highlighting certain things in your life. Okay. Um, but you know, maybe he's, he's given you three different things, you know, or, or, um, a bunch of different resources on some different topics and whatnot. This is where you are really going to hone in and choose and decide where it is that the Lord is directing your year to go, like a targeted area of growth that you're going to pick that you're going to settle on. And then in that you're going to choose a word of the year. So like Deanna was mentioning her, her last year's word was resilience. Um, my last, my word for last year was love. Um, and then you're going to write out and we've, we've got templated in there, a mission statement. And so when you're making decisions throughout the year, you line up your decision-making through your mission statement. Does this push me to where the Lord is directing my life to go? And if it doesn't, your answer is no. Yeah, I found so much freedom in that. I'm oh, like, I know. I, I know. I'm allowed to tell you no. I'm so, I know. like, this is because God has me on a different path. Yeah, there's so much freedom in it. It's and like, that's what helps you finish things. Yes. Saying no to all these other great yes. ideas. Yeah. Yes. I have never finished so many dang resources in the last like in my whole life than I have in the last two years. Yeah. yeah. No lie. No lie. Um, okay, so 
you've got your mission statement that you've, that you can now like, that's your base that you jump off. So now you're really going to start collecting those tools. God may already have brought some like the podcasts and books and other things into your life, but now you're really going to start like honing in and, and, um, and choosing the ones that go along with your mission statement, your word, your focus, your area of focus. So that's development is really kind of, um, going through deciphering what exactly it is that the Lord has you pursuing for that year. Yeah. And, and listen, okay. So this is a, those first two things can be kind of merging together, um, and so this isn't like, okay, for seven days I do this and for seven days I do this. No, this is just a, you know, a, the process of between basically September and coming to the end of November mm-hmm. till then you get to phase three, which was, okay, let's create the plan. Yes. What will be the plan for the next year? Right. Now you've got 12 books. You've got, right. you know, yes. however many, like three different podcasts, you've got all these resources that you've already figured yes, out that you're going to be pulling from. Okay. So this is where some people are like, Oh my goodness, I can't put all these things. I mean, I'll never do it. Okay. This is the thing. You already do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just not being focused. You're being random about things, right? You are reading a book or a half a book here and there. You are like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to start this Bible study or, Oh, I'm going to do this at my church or, Oh, I'm going to read this section of the Bible. And you're already doing some of this stuff. It just helps you really define. And like she said, hone it in on a specific area where at the end of the year, you can really see some measurable growth. Right. So what you do is there are some things that what we call limitations. You may look at these as commitments. And listen, we're not so um, heavenly minded. We're no earthly good here. We realize because we also live these lives Mm -hmm. that I have to sleep and I have to eat. And when I had children, I had to provide for my children. And when I worked a job where I actually had to be in there at a certain time and leave at a certain time, that those were things in my life that I had to do. I had to do. And so what you have to do with them is you take them and you put them in your planner, just like Erica said she used to do normally. Yeah. You know, okay, so I've got this and this and this and this. Now, this is where some of you that never lived with the concept of using any kind of planner are like, oh, yeah, Deanna, I don't do that. And I've had so many people say that to me. Yeah, I just don't do that. Well, this is what I say. From a biblical perspective, as I've already said, we are supposed to be considering our ways, um, redeeming our time. Mm -hmm. And we don't do that well as Christians if we just let everything, what I call, slap us in the face or make all these last minute spontaneous decisions. Does this completely take away spontaneity in your life? Mm No, no. But you leave margin in your life for some spontaneity, but we generally go after that year with a plan. This is how I'm going to grow. This is how I'm going to serve. This is how I'm going to live my daily commitments and priorities within the context of my spiritual goals. So you take commitments, you take priorities, put them down in the calendar, whether you use time blocking or just let me putting say, some. Let me say this too. This might very well be the time that you realize that you have a really jacked up uh, list of priorities. Like you're really not prioritizing the spiritual in your life and you really have overcommitted to some other things in your life. Like if, if you, if, if this planner does nothing else, but highlights in that one little section that you're filling out all your limitations and your commitments, like, Oh, well, I really just don't have time to serve my body. Yeah. Oh, well, I really don't have time to like, study the Bible or to take that class or that Bible study. Okay. Okay. Let's reevaluate. Yep. Now. Yeah. And okay. So let me tell you where that came from. Yes. When I was in this process and I faced that. Yes. um, A book came along my way. um, Something like the busy woman or something like that. It was a Christian book. And it told me to write down everything that I've committed to as well as what I'm, I have a limitation of. Yeah. I wrote down everything and I saw so much. Yeah. 
I saw so much in that. And that's when I had to start pulling some things out. Yep. Like, you know, for instance, like I taught at a school at that time and I, I helped plan all the showers for everything and, and all the parties at Christmas for the staff and all that. And I'm like, gotta go. And I'll tell you this. I had some people that weren't so glad and happy and um, excited that I was letting those things go. Yeah. But I realized, oh my goodness. I had to evaluate my busy. Yes. And so that was part of the process. And that's where we kind of stick that in here yeah. to say, okay, now wait a minute. Maybe I am filling my life up too much with all this other stuff. Right. Um, or you'll see, once you start time blocking and things like that, you'll say, oh, man, I, I have some wasted little gaps here. Yeah. You know, that I've just, if I can be more intentional about yeah. these gaps. Yeah. And these are things that are just taught by people that, teach you how to be more productive, how to use your day more wisely. Listen, the world is even teaching us this. If we Christians aren't considering this, we know we're far off the mark of redeeming the time. Something that I mentioned in a previous episode, but is a little thing that's in step three, creating your plan that really helped me visualize my Mm -hmm. priorities and where my limitations versus my free time is, was the color coding. And I know another lady in our church, actually, Mm -hmm. this changed her perspective on the, on, on this plan was the color coding. Like I said, I do everything church-based in blue, everything, my full-time job based in orange or red. And those are things like for, obviously I have to work my full-time job. So those are non-negotiables. Um, or I have to, you know, go to a doctor's appointment every six months. That's a Mm non-negotiable, whatever your non-negotiables are. Uh, and you even have to like pray through those, obviously, like non-negotiables is not like getting Starbucks Mm. every week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you really got to pray through your Mm non-negotiables, but like there are reality, your job, like the things you have to do Mm -hmm. and like you have to go to get groceries every week or two. So you need to put that down color coding. And then when you step back and look at like the whole month and you see like for me, and I know I've mentioned this before, like I have four or five blue things every week, Mm church-based things. I have five red things that are my full-time job. Mm -hmm. You realize real quick, uh, combine those. That's like 10 things that I'm doing on a weekly basis that have nothing to do with the Lord. I mean, church base is like serving him, but like for me personally, right. 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 The color coding is a little tip. It quickly helps you visualize like how much you actually got going on. Yeah. And I personally don't do the color coding. I think it's because I've just gotten to where like, I almost just don't even have to write anything down, like, because I can still remember there's going to come a day I don't, but, (laughs) um, you know, I've made myself so aware of this. My mind is there, but it was when, when that one lady came to me, she said, you know, I started off the year and I had lots of purple, my time with the Lord and Bible study. And then she said the next month went almost all like yellow or orange. And and I was like, well, what's yellow or orange? And she's like, it was family. Yeah. And she was like, I realized, whereas normally I would have just been like, well, I'm spending time with family. That's a good thing. She said, I realized I lost a lot of purple. Yeah. And I was all family. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, color coding is a great thing, but you, you keeping track of some of these things, it's going to be the only way it's, I I liken it to a budget. Yes. And when you look back and you see, oh my goodness, that's why I don't have any money because we spent (laughs) $600 on eating out. Yep. We spent $3,000 on weekend playing. Yep. Oh, that's why. So you can really see where your time is going. And I I just can't say it enough. We answer for our time as Christians. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do. I yeah. mean, I, I, yeah, it is what it is. So, mm-hmm. okay. So in that, you know, once you get those, then we have the actual monthly calendar, just yep. like any planner would the weeks, um, the goal sections, recurring tasks. We have along the side and the bottom, all these little areas where you can put specifics of where God has led you to in your creating the plan to help keep you on track. Mm-hmm. And I say here, don't, don't get too OCD about this. Okay. Um, be easy on yourself. Remember the goal is to grow spiritually and try to help keep track of some things. Um, but it's not like, Oh, I didn't fill fill in everything. I don't know how many women came back to me and like, you know, I just feel like I failed because I didn't fill in everything. I'm like, okay, can you stop it? 
Stop it. Just stop <laughs> it. It's not about that. Yeah. It's not it. If you want to start off just using the monthly section, yeah. just use the monthly section. Yeah. Work up to maybe in a couple years, the weekly section I'm, by... I still, that's where I'm at. Yes. Sometimes there's different seasons where the where I will you utilize the weekly section. But for right now, just still trying to get into this mentality, yes. the monthly section is where I kind of live. Yes. You know, so, and on occasion I will get into that weekly section and yeah. it does help me to, to break down um, some of my larger goals into smaller achievable chunks. Yes. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, that's still where I'm at. So, and I'm heading into my year three of this yeah. just to let y'all know. Well, one of the things when I first started doing this, I learned from someone, I wanted to get through more books. Yeah. And so what I had this idea of is the only way I can read the books that I want to read is I have to have a cozy afternoon with a cup of coffee. <laughs> and so I can just read. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, the thing is, I'm going year after year and I'm buying lots of books. I'm just not reading lots of books. And you have no cozy afternoons. And no cozy <laughs> afternoons. Yeah. And if I did have a cozy afternoon, I'd fall asleep on the couch watching TV. <laughs> okay. So someone told me just read 15 minutes a day. And so in my spiritual growth plan, I would mark out, I would choose like the four books mm -hmm. and I read 15 minutes a day, usually like based on like a five day week. And I was coming to the end of the year and I'm like, I read four books this year. Yeah. I read five books this year. Okay. And for everyone who has participated in this last yeah. year, <laughs> I am still with you in that there's th somehow 25 books make it into my spiritual growth. I know. I know. I love it. It is. Yeah. Same. Yeah. You do become, I just, I just want you do become a book purchaser. Yeah. You get very excited yeah. and you won't read them all. Nope. I have my stack for the year, <laughs> but you know, I'm like, okay, even if I read two or three of these things, it's better than the years where I did nothing. Yeah. Right. What I learned this year from doing this the past year you should have seen you should see my 2023 <laughs> i had every week yeah mark like marked with page one page 13 to 16 of yes. this book page this to this for this week so for the whole month i was completing this whole book this whole study this podcast these episodes blah 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 and then i've not done um a lot of them. Um, so I think my goal into going into 2024 is just to look more like at the month rather than dialing it down so specific to a day. Yeah. Because once I get so specific on like, I have to read these pages on this day every single day for 300 mm -hmm. and something days. Yeah. yeah. When I get backed up three days, yeah. I'm like, I have to now read like yes. 70 pages tonight. And yes. that's, that's not doable. So right. I think I'm more- And now the planner's not serving you. Right. You're you serving are serving the planner. The planner. I yeah. think I'm more gonna be looking when creating my plan this year, like just looking at the month mm -hmm. and looking at, okay, this month, what is like more realistic Yes, for me? Yeah, and I, I say to ladies when I personally would mentor them in this, I'm like, okay, are you doing any reading? And they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I read a couple novels here and there. I'm like, well, that's reading. Yeah. So, you know, but it's the ones that like, yeah, I don't read anything. What I usually say to them is let's find two that yeah. go along with the area you're looking to grow in. And let's attempt one from January to June and yeah. the other one from June to December. Yeah. And it was just so fun to sit with those ladies and like, I finished it. Yes. I finished it. Yeah. And so, so yeah, it's, you know, being able to celebrate yeah. um, things that you've accomplished. And yeah, so I, I do, I get so tickled when women first start this and they like show me their <laughs> stack of books. Yeah. We have yeah. A, a lady at our church, Tony, shout out Tony. I love seeing her little Facebook updates. Yeah, and yeah. She's like shocked with herself. She's like, guys, here's my stack. It has four books in it. Yeah. I've read four books. I know. Yes. Tony is like hitting it out of the I, ballpark. I love it. Yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so okay, so we we've done that. We've created the plan, yep. and now we head into the thing I call this: the thing we all say we want and need until actually someone steps in and gives us what we want and need. Yep. Throwing it to you, Lauren, which is the very ugly word. Just kidding. Uh, accountability. Yeah. So, man, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I just feel like a toddler in life. <laughs> 
And I just like, I just need someone to tell me to like, no, you cannot have candy before dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, No, you know, like just hold me accountable to what I do. I really do want. Yeah. Like, I mean, even when I was praying that prayer, like, and just considering the cost, Lord, I want to be more self-disciplined, you know, but accountability for me is something that is just so dang effective, you mm. know, like you want to know the books that I've been the most faithful to read in the yeah, last few years ones. are the ones that are on my Bible teaching development plan, because I know that I will have a set of eyes looking at all of my highlights in that book. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. on the, like, and eventually I do hope to spiritually mature <laughs> to a place where the Holy Spirit is my only accountability. And that is like, I, you know, I, I hope that I arrive there, <laughs> but for right now, it is not that way. And I need someone to have their eyes on this. I need someone to link up arms with me and and help me to walk through this. And so that is exactly what we've designed in here is just accountability. You're going to go through the process of choosing an accountability partner. And this is not going to be your friend. This is not going to be like your BFF who's just going to pat you on the back and be like, oh, well, it's okay. (laughs) We'll get to that, you know, the next time or what this is going to be someone that maybe you're a little bit afraid of. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, who who is actually going to hold your feet to the fire in some of the th- these things because they know what's at stake, yeah. you know? And so that's, we just, we have a way for you to even organize your accountability and put meetings on your planner, like in your calendar to meet with this person specifically. Um, and to just kind of go over some of these things and to like, actually look and check off the boxes. I don't, or not check off the boxes, but like actually look at your progress and where you're going. And then just to encourage you to keep on Keeping yeah. on, you know? Well, this is where we really threw in the concept of this isn't about condemnation. It's about Absolutely. evaluation. Absolutely. So, uh, Say you know, that again. Yeah, this is not about condemnation. It's about evaluation. Yes. So when I come to that three-month mark, okay, so I really didn't really get this concept until maybe four or five years into this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to break this down a little bit for myself. Yeah. So I would like, you know, just, um, unfortunately I have a lot of people that like were in my life that would hold me accountable. So I, I kind of did have to hold myself accountable. And one of the things that did that was I'm speaking into other women's lives. I better be holding myself accountable. Right. So I set up like, okay, like I set up, first of all, an end of the year evaluation. Mm. And I used sources that I got like John Maxwell's and other things I found online, just random things, just evaluate. Then I brought it to a six month, you know, John Maxwell's like six month evaluation. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, I think I need something even every three months, Yep. you know, some type of thing like, okay, how's it going, Deanna? What do you need to, where do you need to regroup? Yeah. Um, do we need to change this around a little bit? You know, it's just, this just isn't working the way I thought it would. And so in the planner resource, as well as what we offer with the package, we're, you know, we do that with some zoom things. Mm -hmm. And I noticed like this last year, Lauren, that, you know, as we offered these zoom meetings with women, I noticed that, okay, so some women just stayed away from them. Yeah. (laughs) And this is why I think they stayed away. I I would have been right there with you. No condemnation. (laughs) Yes. Because we have so long lived under this thing of, you know, oh, if I don't feel I do it, I feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. And this is where that, like Erica said, the all or nothing. Yes. Well, I, I, I just can't do it all. So I'm doing nothing. Right. The enemy has used that. Yes. He has used that. Yeah. And so what all our Zoom meetings were on these three months were, come on, you can do this. Absolutely. And they would, I would say, okay, what's your obstacle been? Yeah. And they would say, well, this is this, this. I said, okay, let's think this through and readjust this a little bit and see yeah. how this works. You know, I have a couple people that I, I still do one-on-one with this mm-hmm. and she would be like, oh, okay, I need to regroup. It just this. And so we sit down and we kind of brainstorm, how can this work? And, and the thing is all year long, she's been reevaluating, adjusting, but sticking to her focus, Yep, sticking to her focus. So, so we've just gone through four out of five steps. We've done one preparation Two, we've done the development three. We've actually sat down, created our plan based on the development and the prep. 
four we just did, we set up our accountability for mm -hmm. the year, for the quarter, for the six month, even if you want to do like every two week check-in, blah, 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 blah. And then our last and final step is the implementation of everything through one through four. <laughs> yeah. And this, mm -hmm. yeah. this is where it gets real. This girls. is where rubber meets the road. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is where, you know, when you set out for that diet and exercise program for the year and you do it great for three weeks. And, yep. Okay. So it's like that's any, about my top. That's yeah. Three yeah. weeks. Is, that's um, my cutoff. <laughs> implementation is it's like anything. You have to just do it. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I realize with myself and as I've mentored others, um, uh, we can, we can come up with a lot of reasons why we don't do what we do. Yeah. And so this is where I felt like the concept of the biblical principle here with these, all these scriptures was so important because you know what, I, I guess I can, you know, if, you know, I have all these things, like there's sections in here where we give you for some random stuff like finances and health and, yeah. and house stuff. And, you know, I would put some of those things out there, but you know, if I didn't get all the areas organized in my house for that year, well, or if I didn't get the windows clean that year, well, it's okay. But the thing is spiritual, that, that stuff's pretty important. Yeah. Um, not just because it's important for us, because God says it's important. Yes. And so what you want to do here is you want to really just work your plan. Yep. Work your plan. Use your monthly pages. Use your weekly pages. Um, and, and this is going to look like how you're going to, and this is, comes out of your spiritual disciplines. Okay, so I want to really do, do more in prayer. Okay, well, maybe I need to learn a little bit more in prayer. Maybe I need to read this chapter in Donald Whitney's book on prayer and then just say, okay, I, I, I start small. I start small mm -hmm. because I'll have ladies like, yes, I want to spend 30 minutes every day in my prayer closet. And I'm like, okay, how much are you doing now? Yeah, none. <laughs> okay, so why don't we try two days a week for five minutes yep. in your prayer closet? And women look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, better to start small than to not do it all. Yeah. And the thing is, we can build from that because yes. that's when they start what you said earlier, really seeing like, okay, I am growing closer to God. Yep. I am receiving these benefits. Yep. Um, and I, I, I have this feeling like I'm, I'm trying, Lord. Yes. I'm really, I'm striving towards you. Yeah. Um, so whether it's with silence and solitude or your memory and taking care of your body, just utilizing your daily schedule, um, your task, your tracking progress, you're checking in and you have this group around you, which is what we're offering online. Right. Um, and that is, that is the big step this year. We, we, last year we tried to keep it really small with just the, the hundred and some, um, but we're expanding this to yep. whoever, whether they live in Anderson, South Carolina, or they live in another state yep. or another country. Yeah. We're trying to make, so you have a community, you have some accountability. Like-minded. Like you guys are minded. all on the same path. Yeah. We're trying something. to do this together, mm -hmm. you know, and so work the plan. Yep. Plan yeah. your work. That's like basically steps one through four, plan your work. And then five is work your plan. You've figured it out or not, you know, you, yeah. you know, the direction that you're going. Yeah. Okay. And this is just, you are putting those, you're putting wheels on the cart. I love that phrase. Yes. Yes. You are putting wheels on the cart that you've built. And then you're just, you're just going to chug along and, and push the cart, you know? Yeah. And so, um, if this, if this sounds like a lot to you, and if you're like, my brain is scrambled right now, um, this is a like this is this is a concept that is not regularly discussed in yeah. our in our Christian circles. Yeah. And so this is going to seem like a lot and and a little bit overwhelming, but like we were trying to share like just encourage y'all with last time, just try this. I mean like even if you get through the entire year with with just growing in you consistently 2 days a week prayed to your heavenly father every single week for a year. And before you literally, maybe every now and then you would pray for 30 minutes for a week and then drop off and then feel terrible that you dropped off. So then you didn't pick it up for another month. And now you've gone a month without communing with your heavenly father. And now all of a sudden you're picking up and you're in condemnation and guilt and all this stuff. Like 
if we can, if we can somehow build up some habits with our spiritual disciplines and get to the end of this thing and be able to look back and be like, man, Lord, look what you just did in my life. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm like. It just produces this heart of gratitude. It's not something that binds you in and constricts you and is a fun sucker and takes out all your spontaneity yeah. and all this. And I can't possibly even live that way. That's not even my personality type. Yeah. I'm nothing like that. I mean, cause that uh, just, just try, just yeah. make an attempt at trying to account for your time yeah. and see how the Lord meets you in it. Like God is a God of order and structure. And you know, it, it just goes back to one thing, like, when, when Jesus was here, right, we're supposed to be conformed to the image of Christ. Nothing kept him from his mission. Mm, his mission, yeah. the entire time that he was here was that cross and nothing would keep it from him. Yeah. Can you imagine if we could just start living with a little bit more of a mentality that's like that? Lord, nothing is going to stop me from the mission that you have placed and laid before me in yeah. my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a mindset change that you want to get to, and uh, one of the things that you mentioned, I want to just kind of you know just bring this up. So we we re recently had our six month evaluation Zoom meetings, and um, I had a handful of ladies that came to mine, and they were like, you know what, like I almost didn't come to this, mm -hmm. and they at the end they said, I'm so glad I did, and yeah. this is why because when we first started, I said, okay, ladies, what do you have to celebrate? Yeah. I didn't immediately go into, okay, how have you failed? Right. And you're, I said, okay, what can we celebrate? And they were like, well, well, hold on. Like, I thought you were just going to get on us about what we didn't do. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I no. want, I want to see what we, and every single one of them had, had yes, had areas to celebrate. Yes. And that's what we did. Yes. And because we celebrated, we evaluated and celebrated and did not condemn. Yeah. They were so excited for the next six months for the next six months. <sighs> yeah. I, yeah, I just, there is there yeah. is something to this. Like, there is. I mean, choose to do it or, or don't choose to do it. But um, man, I'm telling you, like, like I said, I'm going into my third year now. This is it was a brand new concept to me in the beginning, and I'm still not even to where I want to be with like utilizing the entire thing. But the efforts that I have put into it, oh, God has met me in them, and yeah. He has grown me so much in in my prayer for spiritual discipline, yeah. in yeah. my prayer for self-discipline and to be more ordered and structured. And, you know, I really do. And I mean, even my husband truly, truly, truly mm -hmm. can attest like, babe, you've grown. Yeah. Like these last few years, there is a marked change yeah. and difference. Yeah. Like I see how you carry yourself. Like, so, and, and now th that's not glory to this, like spiritual growth plan. That's glory to God mm -hmm. and yeah. how he's used this as a resource in my life and many, many, many other women's yeah. lives that this truly has like changed trajectory for them. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully the natural next question and thought you are thinking right now, after we've just <laughs> talked about this for two episodes three, really, when you count these, uh, are you stuck episode is, well, okay, where is it? Where can I get this magical product that you guys are selling to me? <laughs> when can I get my hands Not on Amazon? It? Yeah, right? <laughs> so we're going to give you those details right now. And everything I'm about to say, if you are, you know, on your phone, listening to it or on the computer, literally just scroll down you can even do it while I'm talking, if you're not driving, um, in, see it in the show notes. So I'm going to have all the links to what I'm about to say, all the dates, the specifics. So please go scroll down there and find it there. But to give you a breakdown of where and when and all the details is the biggest thing we want you to take away from this right now is the upcoming workshop date. That is the main thing you need to be worried about. And so if you are at home right now and you have a planner, you know, or a calendar or pull your out phone. your Google, you know, <laughs> Google email calendar right now, go in there as we are speaking, as well, I'm speaking to you and put in there September 30th, 2023, September 30th, 2023. Go ahead, mark it down. You can do it. <laughs> it is a Saturday. So you 
you know, you don't have many excuses unless you maybe want anything else planned. Cross it off now. Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> we are more important. Um, September 30th. It is a Saturday. And this workshop is going to be offered for in person and online. Um, so if you are local here to Anderson, because that's where we are based out of Anderson, South Carolina, you can come to it in person. Or if you're not local or not able to come that day in person, this will be available with an online webinar. You say, well, how do I get that information? Like if I'm coming in person, where is it? The address, the times, or if I'm going to do the webinar, you know, how do I get that information and get connected? This is what you're going to do. You need to go to spiritualgrowthplan.org. That is the website you need to type in, spiritualgrowthplan.org. Or a second backup option as well would be to go to www.deannabartlett, with two T's on the end, .org. Those are your two website options. Probably the preferred one for just this would be the spiritualgrowthplan.org. When you get to that website, you are going to be able to subscribe to the plan there on the website. And when you subscribe, you get an invite link via email to the plan and everything included. Now, when you subscribe to the plan, the subscription is $69 for the entire year. If we do the math there, ladies, we can do this together. $69 for a year, 12 months in a year, it's going to come out to around six bucks a month, which, you know, the Starbucks drink that you get probably <laughs> three, four times a week yeah. is way more than that. This is six bucks a month. Okay. I feel like those people on the, the radio when they're I know, the yeah, giving yeah, times yeah, of the year, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's yeah, less serious. than a cup of coffee or like those people at the concerts when they do the compassion section yeah. Yeah, where you're like, who wants to take a packet? It's $1 a day. Like, yeah, I'm doing that. Um, the plan is $69 for the entire year. And that comes out to $6 a month. That is very realistic for all of us. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is not like some crazy amount. This yeah. is less than your Netflix. This is less than your Starbucks, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that is the price. What you get for that $69 a year included in the plan is the following. You get the access to the workshop. So the information for the webinar or the information to show up and register for the in-person workshop. You also get a second edition 2024 planner, the actual physical product of the planner. You get access to live quarterly check-ins. You get access to group question sessions. You also get instructional videos to help you out. And you get a members-only group chat access. So that's like five, six, seven things you are getting including the actual planner, physical product, yeah. and registering for the workshop all in this price. It yeah. is a steal of a deal, guys. Like steal of a deal when you compare it to what you're paying for like other subscriptions in life. Yeah. Um, so that's what you're getting. That's how to get it. But our main thing we want to push right now is right now on your calendar, set aside September 30th, whether it is in person or it is for the online webinar, please go to spiritualgrowthplan.org and subscribe now to sign up for the information for yeah. the plan. And if they want to um, just see any visuals, um, obviously on the, the my website, they have them, but I have a Facebook page, Deanna Bartlett, mm -hmm. and Instagram, Deanna Bartlett. Um, so you can go to any of those things and we've really been promoting it. So friend me, what's it called on Instagram? Follow. Follow me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They've got all that stuff for me. And so I'm really excited. I'm really proud of this resource that these women have helped put together. Listen, I could not have done this by myself. And they know that. Yeah, they know it. And so this is just something that we really feel like God has brought to fruition over the last few years. And our goal is, and my heart is, I want to help women grow spiritually. Yeah. I just want to help women grow spiritually. Yeah. And hopefully this is a resource, a plan, you know, a lot of like what we would, what the world would call it coaching yes. and stuff, Absolutely. you know, I'll be coaching you through this. And, and so, yeah, um, go ahead and yeah, sign is, up now. This is going to be the cheapest life coach that you can even get in today's mm -hmm. world and society. So, and 
Um, that's that's, that's what how this we'll is. market me. Yes, this is I, the cheapest thing cheap, you can get on the, the market. Cheapest, cheapest life, life coach. coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all reality, th- those things are becoming so much more prevalent and real, and it's because we're all like struggling. I mean, yeah. we just we deal with daily struggle, and sometimes yeah. you just need help getting back on the bus, and yeah. that really is what this is. It's a community of like-minded people who are all striving toward the same thing, which is to become more Christ-like yeah. and more effective in our call for Christ. And so, join us. Come. Um, you know, we'll hold your hands through this. You can hold our hands as we continue to attempt at this. And, um, but it, when I, when I tell you that it's life changing, I'm telling you it's life changing. So, yes. um, So please join us September 30th, however you can bring a sister, a spiritual sister, whether that's your actual sister, whether that's your mama, whether Mm -hmm. that's your best friend, whether that's your coworker, Mm -hmm. uh, get, bring someone to sit. your accountability partner right away. Yeah. There you go. Tell tell who you can about it. This is going to be a group effort and we can't wait for you guys to join us on September 30th. So here in the closing, we're going to do our fun cup question, which kind of on the same thought of our family recipe at the front of this episode, we're going to ask, what is one of your favorite holiday traditions? And it can be any holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, July 4th. You don't know, I got mine. Okay. Uh, Christmas Eve, um, ever since my kids were basically born, I wanted to have a tree that just had their ornaments on it. And so I started the Hallmark ornament thing. And um, did we talk about this already? I don't think so. Okay. The Hallmark ornament thing. And by like year three or four, Jeff realized how much I was paying for those Hallmark ornaments. (laughs) And, you know, pinched a little daddy budget fit and then made me go to Walmart or Kmart. I think it's Kmart. It's Kmart. (laughs) Yes. And buy these stupid little... Kmart ornaments <laughs> and I was so upset that year um, and she say, has brought it up every year since I bring it up every year and ever since then we've get the Hallmark ornaments now so <laughs> yep. we have an entire kids tree because my kids are 25 and 27 now lesson learned if you pitch a fit big enough yeah you get what you want um, <laughs> yeah and so every Christmas Eve around there around yeah. that time we all get around the tree and year by year, Erica goes first, then Jonathan. We set then them Erica. out in order. We set them out in order. I have pictures from every year. Every once in a while, we've we've invited an adopted family member in on that. And yeah. So now Matt's in on it, my oh. son-in-law. So yeah. he gets he one gets everywhere. An every year. Yep. Yes. And as much as like, oh, we have to do this, it is a moment. Oh, yeah. That I wouldn't trade for anything. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So... Well, we've already kind of talked about the 4th of July party. That is becoming like one of our absolute favorite yeah, traditions. Yeah, okay, yeah. Me we too. At your, seriously, at your party. Yeah. And 4th of July has like never been a huge holiday for us. But I think that the Lord really has used it just to create this like atmosphere of community. Yeah. And we love getting to use our home to just like be hospitable to people and just like allow other people to enjoy it as much as we do. So we really like that 4th of July party and just having everybody over and doing like the big fireworks show and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just really fun. Like it's just, it's a fun time. So, I mean, we do cornhole tournament, the cornhole tournament, like we, yeah, with the trophy and everything, which we just got the winners for this last one engraved and backed. Yep. Yep. So we're going to be handing that out on Sunday. Uh, (laughs) My (laughs) husband and brother are a little bitter. (laughs) They won last year and wanted to be reigning champs. And let's just say we've got, listen, we've got some new new people coming into church, some new talent. So arriving in town. Yeah, I don't think anybody was expecting it either. Yeah. But they plan to train for the Jonathan next year. And Matt better be training. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's becoming a thing. So yeah, that's fun. I mean, we do. We have like little things like Christmas Eve. Everybody opens one present. My kids yeah. love that tradition. You know. Um, and then I also really like going to look at Christmas lights. Like yeah. all of us, like piling in the car when Mark used. Oh, we have a truck again. Because we like we sit in the back of the she truck. Just I just a realized I did. they own a truck again. <laughs> well, because it's like one thing to like sit in your car and like go yes. look at it, but it's a whole other thing when you get to like bundle up in blankets in the back of the truck, the truck. and like drink your like hot cocoa and stuff, and like just go Y'all, and like if you look could at all see that. her right now. She's living <laughs> I'm it. So excited! <laughs> yeah, people have like accused me of being Mrs. Claus, and so yeah, I live for Christmas. I love uh-huh. Christmas. I yeah. love Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is my favorite for sure. But technically, Christmas 
Eve is my favorite because Ooh. it's the anticipation of Christmas to come. That <laughs> feeling is better than I, than I think than actual than Christmas. Actually waking up. Yeah. Oh, so we don't have to actually buy you anything now. No, you can still for, feel free to do that. Um, my kids she, are still. She doesn't want to take yeah. anything away from yeah. you. No, I don't yeah. want to take They're that still joy. Five years old on Christmas. Morning. I don't want to take that yeah. joy from you. But yeah. something um, that a newer tradition that I've been trying to start ever since. Um, you know, my husband's been in my life is I wanted to start for Christmas Eve, Eve. So two days before Christmas, <laughs> it to be like our day, like, yeah. to, like go out, do Christmassy things, go yeah. see a tree, you know, go any last minute presents we need, just go walk yeah. around somewhere that feels holiday. Yeah. I just want that to be like an annual. And then one day we want to have a family. I want like Christmas Eve, Eve to be just us day, like our yeah immediate family yeah. yeah and then we'll share christmas eve you know and christmas day with like each of our parents side yeah but i want christmas eve eve to hopefully be like a thing for yeah. so then my christmas eve eve is just with me and jeff <laughs> and that's our oh, tradition do you want to come into our <laughs> yeah. truck look at christmas lights? do you do it on christmas eve eve i don't yeah. know we could <laughs> that became a big deal to me in this disney channel movie back in the day i had never thought of christmas eve eve as a special thing but it was um this uh i'm not i'm gonna remember the name she had a, a funny, like, English-sounding name. It, it doesn't a, matter. Move on. A Disney Channel movie. <laughs> and her favorite day of the year was, it was like Louise something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. had a movie, and she lived in the Plaza Hotel in New yes, York City. And yes. Christmas Eve was her favorite day in the Plaza Hotel. Yeah. And that made it special. Plus, there's an episode of Friends where Christmas Eve is a big deal. No. And I love that as well. <laughs> She's so, very impressionable. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but I always watch The Grinch on Christmas. All the right stuff. Yeah. On Christmas Eve, it's very important for me to watch The Grinch. It's very important. The Jim Carrey version. Uh, yeah. It's very important. Yes. Even though... That's the best version. I've tried to recently, in the last two to three years, try to watch The Grinch or a portion of The Grinch every day of December. The same movie. It was in her spiritual growth plan. It was. It was marked. <laughs> it was dictated. <laughs> And it was highlighted off, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I try I to watch that. a portion of the movie every day in December. But did you oh, read your Bible so every day in December? So in closing today's yeah. episode, <laughs> we loved so much of the conversation. We talked about ending on a high note here. No condemnation <laughs> under the grace of the Lord. Amen. But not mama. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, thank you guys. <laughs> Not relate to us. <laughs> oh, so glad I'm hosting. Um, so, thank you guys so much for listening. Please go check out those resources, those links to sign up for the workshop in the show notes. Um, and thank you, Donald Whitney. Thanks, Donald. Shout out, Donald yeah. Whitney for the forward and the special word. Hey sisters, thank y'all so much for spending your time with us. We are excited and expectant for everything Jesus is going to do through these conversations. If you found this encouraging, insightful, or brought you some moments of joy or laughter, go ahead and share this episode with your spiritual sisters to keep today's conversation going. Then come on back and hang out with us on the next episode of The Iron Women.